Hey everyone, it's Will and James here. Welcome to the Pure Sport Project. We want to jump into the minds of people we find inspiring from all walks of life. Bringing you their stories, lessons learned along the way, and future plans. So tune in for some of them wholesome yarns. Am I doing the intro? Whoa! New year, new us. What's up, everyone? James is cancelled from the podcast. It's just me. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to the Pure Sport Project. (laughs) 2022, first podcast of the year, and we are joined by the man himself, G Hart, for Inside Pure Sport. So this time we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to do a wrap up of 2021 and then what's happening this year. So I think 2021 was quite a transformative year for the brand. We were both new, me and you. Well, technically I was there in 2020, but yeah, whatever. Here he is. (laughs) That's why I'm number six and you're number seven. Don't ever lose that. David Beckham is number seven and so is Cristiano Ronaldo and so is James Ola. So same, same. Uh, that's a good number. I can't think of any sixes right now, so let's just move on. <laughs> Michael Jordan was originally a six. Drizzy Drake, six god. Six god. <laughs> Run through the six with my woes. You run through a lot with your woes. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Fucking hell. You love running. We got a list of stuff that we want to talk about. The list is pretty long because 2021 was quite a big year. We did a lot of stuff. It could actually be longer, but I think we've done, well, you've done a good job of keeping it somewhat concise. Summarizing. Well done. Thanks. So we've actually got like a two minute timer on each one. Some might go over, some might be shorter, but we're going to see how we go. So we're going to rattle through these just so you don't get bored. Mm. Well, the first one, ourselves joining. I think the story about you joining was the best because we did a big coup on getting you in. It was Mr. Noko. We saw this guy and was like, I think he's going to be good for us in the right space, knows all the right people. And you're working with Noko and you're doing this big running challenge and Sorry, shame, Noko. None of them were there to support you, but Pure Sport Boys, G and Gooch, we showed up. You know, my mum actually spoke about that. There you go. She was like, yeah, no one for Noko. Get on side with James's mum and he'll be on side with you. James, has your mum not told you that her and I made a plan to um, get you on board (laughs) and she was part of that, James? No, shout out to Debbie, JD's mum, Debbie, lovely lady. Loves the CBD balm, doesn't she? Loves all the Pure Sport products. Great advocate, word of mouth advocate, eh? She tells all her friends. Got a lot of time for Debbie. And the big dolomist, your old man, he's a real champion. Yeah, he but loves it. Pure Sport, dance, Pure Sport yeah. dance Club. Yeah, they're going to lead that. Yeah, dancing teachers, eh? I think we've gone over our yeah. two-minute time. But no, I think bringing James Dollar on board, what month was that in 20? January 20th. January, man. He was under a lot of pressure to really, really hit the ground running. He bloody, you've done a great job, JD. Um, you've been really impactful in terms of like the event side of things, building our identity and culture through some of these fitness events, but also putting a real great pure sport twist on them in terms of like that sense of belonging and the fun element to what we do and providing that community. Getting people on board that really represent the brand. I think one of the things that we said to you is, we want you because you're amazing at your job, you're genuine at what you do. We don't want you to bring your list of ambassadors from your old business. We want you to do what you've done to create those relationships, but fresh. You know, it didn't mean it wasn't some great people that were a crossover, but it was about doing, you know, starting fresh and people that were really in line with pure sport and having guys like yourself and Will who actually live 
the ethos and the values go out and connect with people is makes all the difference and it shows why thousands of people over the year of 2021 showed up to our event so all in all bloody great signing in my book so yeah and will was already there so won't, won't, he doesn't get a shout out in 2021 unlucky <laughs> right next up run club started so it officially actually started when i did join end of November for that final run. And the reason we did it was because I was doing the 12 marathons of Christmas in that December. And then G Money, well, regrettably now, I think. Well, actually, he did it. He said he was going to run one with me. So we went out for a run from the Victoria office, invited a couple of ambassadors down. While we're out there, me and G were having a conversation like, oh, it'd be great if we could just like, you know, do this all the time and invite other people down. And we're like, why don't we start a run club? So there it was. It was born there. Obviously, we went into lockdown. So run club just became a thing on Strava. We got over a 1,000 members real quick. And then at the end of March 2021 was our first run club. Regents Park kicked off in a big way, had about 20 people there. And then it's been every week since then until we had a winter break. And yeah, we've got up to, I think our biggest event when we did the Golden Mile, which we get onto, was 200 runners. So it's been wild. Yeah, it's been unbelievable. Like, I think to roll on from where we gave JD the first bit of kudos he's ever heard of for um, feedback about his time at Fuels <laughs> Obviously, from me being someone that's stepped back and looked at what you've built with the Run Club Will and what the group collectively, the efforts that have gone into it, it is a point that displays, you know, what Pure Sport is about. It really is for everybody. It's for people who have never looked at, at themselves as a runner to come, to be part of it, to feel the energy. If they want to walk, if they want to talk, if they want to just hang out, bring your dog. And if you want to bring your cat, you can. Good on you. That's the kind of thing JD would do. But uh, <laughs> um, but honestly, it's a lot of effort had gone into it. I don't think people kind of realize how much behind the scenes, time, organization, planning, waivers, sign up, organizing of the routes and the functions afterwards and the events around it and all these things. But it's been unbelievable. It's something that is a true reflection of what we're all about, living the lifestyle, moving the body, connecting with people, investing in our health, you know, in sustainable ways, not just like looking for short-term fixes and starting to build lifestyles and connections around wellness. So I think it's been unbelievable and it's something that we'll just continue to do and build on and all people are welcome. That's something that is part of who Pure Sport is. We're not a cool kids club. We're not a big dogs club, but everyone's welcome. But if you do think you're a cool kid and a big dog, you're also welcome. But, you know, yeah, so I'm excited for what, we're going to do to build on it in 2022 and i mean we had the first one last week and we had over 100 people in about minus two degrees in in the dark at battersea park last wednesday so pretty amazing start that that gave me some real energy and excitement about this year seeing all those people turn up so here we go we're going over two minutes each time so you've got lots of push-ups to do but what's next humble beginnings at the office group king's cross it was actually a amazing building though let's not it's, it doesn't didn't look humble but we've done some humbleness since we did our first podcast there remember that we just took over the space we just went to a corner and did it we didn't have <laughs> microphones or anything to give a bit of context for those that aren't sure what we're talking about so at the start of 2021 we we're in a co-working space in king's cross and it was actually a, a sick building it was like industrial like new york style and the cool thing was 
was no one was there because it was during the lockdowns and we were literally just there every day. I remember, and they have these like cool like concrete floors. And I remember like there was a point where I like rode my bike through the office on <laughs> concrete <laughs> floors. I know that that place was the first office where we were really building a team. You know, obviously there was myself, Chelsea, Dan and Georgia. Georgia was actually still in Australia on the other side of the world working bloody through the night. Yeah, Australia, then New Zealand, then UK eventually. But that there was the first point where, Will, you came on board full-time. JD, you joined us. We actually started to build like our own real team culture that we're there together, creating content together, having a laugh, coming up with ideas, building out our campaigns, connecting with ambassadors who could come in and meet us in person, talking about, man, wait till lockdown's on, we're going to do these cool events and stuff, which we actually did go on to do. So there's great memories there and it's just that real startup life, isn't it? Like um, we managed to then go into our own private office, which we've quickly outgrown because we went from a team of like five of us to a team of I think there was 11 uh, throughout 2021. Can we get into why we had to move on from that office than the next one? Yeah, you could you please share? Here you go. Well, as G said, we were quite exuberant and there wasn't many other people in the offices. And then when people started to come back, we were still exuberant. G was still riding his bike around the office and we got politely asked to to leave because we didn't have enough memberships within the building, within the, the space we were in. So we had to move to another office just down the road, also in King's Cross, an office group one. They're actually even less accommodating than the, than the old people we quickly pissed them off into saying, you need to get out. But it was a good time. I think what we learned was when we were at a co-working space that no one else was at, it was a great fit for us. <laughs> but when other people started to come back, kind of yelling to each other across the office, having meetings of like a whole group of people coming up with ideas and while other people were trying to work. Inviting ambassadors down and having like 10 of them there for a, for a shoot and film. Oh, how much content did we get at these places? We created some sick content there. So yeah, we, we learned quickly. They tried to offer us a private office in that building, which was something like 10 grand a month or something. We were like, ah, nah, we're right, thank you. But we're very excited that this year, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, actually we're moving into our very own HQ. So we did move from that co-working space into a private office, which we quickly outgrew. Uh, and we're now moving into our very own home, which are, is the plan is so that that's going to accommodate us for like the next three to five years. Got a two stories upstairs office space for all of our workers and team and downstairs is going to be like an event space so we can put on some fitness events talks around wellness and community and have our famous pure sport beanbags spread out down there for um you know dudes like me to sit on during the workday and host some run clubs out of there do some pop-up stores product launches so man we're so excited it's a cool part of the journey that we're going to have our own home of pure sport and the place that embodies all we're about and during those times in the king's cross offices we had one of our first well a huge launch in bcu first it was oils and then it was the nootropic capsules but yeah bcu's boost clarity unwind that's our little abbreviation for it and what that was was the first cbd oil blended with nootropics and adaptogens 
So we brought them to the market and they are incredibly successful straight off the bat and continue to be. They're designed to be used throughout the day so you can have your boost in the morning or afternoon. Likewise, clarity can be morning, afternoon or evening and then unwind for the biggest hit if you want to sleep like an absolute champion. So very proud of those. I know G put a lot of work into those and Chelsea being the head scientist of amazing medicines, natural ones. So yeah, that, that was huge for us and the capture we got from people sharing and putting it everywhere was truly exciting. I remember the launch morning in the office group when when we were seeing like the sales come through, the website crashed because there were too many people on the website. And it was just one of those like truly exciting times in a, in a startup's life where you're buzzing. And I remember afterwards, right? We got we went to the M&S in the King's Cross station, got some champagne, got Chelsea ordered oysters from somewhere. Yeah. Like I look back at that moment with like such fondness and it like I'm beaming just talking about it now. Just because just of every, how everything went, we weren't expecting it like that. And it was obviously a huge team effort. So for it to come off like it did and obviously translate now to still being like a hugely successful part of our business is, yeah, it's amazing. I don't know about you, but it genuinely feels like yesterday. Yeah, no, true. That launch. I remember being at the stand-up desks in the <laughs> yeah, King's Cross. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah this just... is probably why we got kicked out, because we had oysters and champagne in there. <laughs> <laughs> remember that Friday night where there was like a bit of a... You got some mates around. Yeah, yeah. That was, they weren't happy about that. That was probably part of it. We went up to the coal yard, which was close by, and continued to have like cans of gin and tonic. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're all about balance at Pure Sport, and obviously it's... It's a startup and like when we look back in, I don't know, five or 10 years, it will still be like a, a massive sticking point for me. I know we've got lots of things coming up, but yeah, when it's real early in that raw and we're chucking things together, making it up five minutes before it goes on. We were taking pictures in the office that morning, the morning sun coming through. I remember it on the marble thing, taking pictures of the, of the product to get a, a better one for the post. So yeah, that's a real insight into how we did things or probably still do. Yeah, and, I, and I think the Boost Clarity Unwind was such an amazing evolution of Pure Sport as a brand. Like with our products, we were the first to create the muscle and joint bar with the CBD that was, you know, something that was really a, a really truly effective topical product infused with other natural ingredients that help with pain and inflammation. The CBD turmeric, black pepper and ginger capsules were a massive hit for us with those you know people really know and trust those ingredients like the turmeric and ginger um, and then to combine that with CBD obviously the thing that set us apart from the get-go was creating the world's most trusted and transparent CBD product and having them batch tested and certified by an official agency so so well batch tested even drug-tested athletes could use them. That was a first, and that's really what set us apart. And we really set our stall out on that as who we were. But we didn't want to stop at that, you know, and we used all of our resource, all of our time. We paid the consultants and the scientists to make sure that these Boost Clarity Unwind products were exactly what we were trying to create, which was the world's first CBD oils combined with uh, nootropics for specific benefits for different parts of the day it is so cool reflecting on it because man we're such a small team we put everything into the development of those products and then when it came to the actual launch and the marketing there was bugger all left and it was literally just passion energy 
and drive for the excitement we had of how amazing these products were and that the fact that we'd finally been able to create them because it wasn't easy to, it was such a process getting them created because to infuse CBD with those nootropics and the way that we did to actually have an effective dosage w- was very, very challenging. So it just goes to show like some of the most powerful marketing isn't about your budget. Like that launch was a massive success for us. We were amazed at like the sales that were rolling in and how popular and how big that was for us. And there was like, honestly, like less than a few grand spent on the actual marketing element of that. And that was probably our Probably wages. a few grand would be like <laughs> pushing it. Probably a, a couple grand, a grand max in terms of like paying for like content and things like that. But it was literally down to our excitement, our buzz, our getting people on board with that, and then our amazing community sharing that energy and excitement with us, you know. Yeah, and that was our first little dance into some products that weren't don't feature CBD. Yeah. And obviously the first time we used mushrooms, and they came around in a big way, which we'll get onto soon. But, yeah, it was a real a poignant part of the year for me, and there were many of them, but... Yeah. Just to clarify, so so we also did the BCU oils, which were CBD and nootropics, and then just a short while after that, we launched the capsules, which were an option for people to have just the nootropics on their own, and even more so. Mm-hmm. So, like unwind, for example, is the is the most ingredient rich product we have. There's a lot in there, a lot of goodness. Bloody good for sleep, eh? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Some dude says he had a, a review said. I thought you'd like that review. We were on Trustpilot. We had a guy who said, um, product is unbelievable. I had a hench eight hours of sleep. <laughs> I've never described a strong sleep as a hench sleep, but I thought you'd like it. Works that for me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Next up, Sky News feature. G Money, that was you. That was a mad day. Yeah, it was a mad day, actually. <laughs> Yeah, holy heck. Shout out to Tori who got us the connection. So what happened was Sky News were doing a feature on CBD about the new government regulations. So for those that don't know, CBD is being widely unregulated and unfortunately there's, that means there's been a lot of low-quality products out there. Pure Sport, our drive was to try solve that because personally as a drug-tested athlete, I couldn't risk taking stuff that I didn't know what was really in it because the industry wasn't regulated. So we wanted to create products with batch testing and certification that you could trust. And then obviously the media were really interested that the government were now looking to really officially regulate the industry. So they came to um, Pure Sport as a kind of voice of trust in the industry. And they came and interviewed me out at our warehouse in Watford with boxes stacked up and piled up where we do where we store the products and we do the picking and packing and posting out of the products DVD next day delivery before 3 p.m. And they just interviewed me, asked me about Pure Sport, the journey, why we're doing what we're doing, what our thoughts were on the new government regulations. I just shared that I think it's an amazing thing for the consumer. It's also an amazing thing for brands like ours because some of these competitors that are just selling absolute junk for really cheap are not going to be able to trade once these regulations come into play because you have to reach a certain standard of transparency and quality. And we're still waiting for those, aren't we? Yeah, so it's a pretty long process. It's still ongoing. You know, the government, that's what they do. But, man, we were featured on Sky News. I think it was on a Sunday, and it was one of those ones where that story featured once every hour. And holy shit, like, 
the sales were just rolling in, man. And it was so exciting because CBD, because of the restrictions, you can't do digital paid advertising like most e-commerce brands will do. So most e-com brands spend a lot of budget reaching people via paid ads on Instagram and Facebook and Google. CBD cannot do that because Facebook, Google, Instagram don't allow CBD to do paid ads because it's not yet well regulated. So everything we do is organic and community driven and word of mouth people word of mouth because they want to. And, and so then having our brand on Sky News got us in front of millions of people that had never seen our brand or heard of us because we haven't been able to reach them. And it was actually unbelievable, like the sales. And, and it was so cool because like you could tell by a lot of the names or, and this may be me just being from my perspective, but you know, there was a lot of like Gladys's and Ruth's. And, oh, sorry if there's any Gladys's and Ruth's out there in their twenties right now. And you know, they have a names that you're like, okay, you know, these people seem pretty old. And these were the kind of people that they're not on social media, so they don't get to see us throughout organic reach on social media. And we got in front of them. And and then the next cool thing was the amount of unbelievable reviews we got from these Gladys and Glennis and Ruths around, you know, things like the arthritis, and joint pain and sleep quality and stress. Yeah, man, that was a pretty exciting and cool time for Pure Sport, getting on that Sky News. It was a great thing for the brand to reach new people. Mm. And the fun thing about media and things like that is it's never 100%. So you're there in Watford thinking, is, are they actually coming to interview me right now? You don't know what time it is, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I remember being in the office group in King's Cross, just being like, well, is he going to be on? Yeah. <laughs> so that's a good time. Yeah, you're right. Because that's the thing. They have multiple options that they can interview and they line them all up. And so we've actually had different opportunities for media like that for like those big broadcasts and a lot of the time they just cancel because a different bigger story comes up. You know, I think there was the last one that we were headlined up for Sky was around the guy in Dubai who apparently got sentenced to prison, didn't he, for having CBD products. And obviously that's very, there's a lot of question marks around that because apparently that they had THC in them and apparently he was importing them and quite a high volume and stuff. But anyway, you know, the media and people do a good job creating clickbait stories anyway but they they wanted to interview our perspective on that and it was all lined up the meeting point and then they they kind of said oh sorry there's a new story that's come up i can't remember but i think boris probably done something stupid uh yeah and they cancelled it so that kind of shows how that works you know that you got you get opportunities to get lined up and then they're like it just depends whether it happens you never know right jd tough games and nfg lots happened with those yeah honestly it's one of probably one of the most rewarding things that I did this year was turf games and national fitness games are just bringing people together. Don't get me wrong. It was kind of stressful, <laughs> but yeah, having that partnership already to go for this year and it being like one of my favorite things to do is just to exercise with other people. It's you at your best. You've even got, I can see the glow and glow on your face right now. Just thinking about it. CrossFit dad, all his friends around him throwing down, just being a being a beast and an organizational beast. Like I haven't seen someone organize an event and take part in an event like you do. So he'll you'll do like the elite competition and you'd have got everyone's stash for the whole competition. You'd have driven the van there, you'd have done the setup, you'll do the pack down. Like your energy is just on another level. And yeah, I got mad respect for you doing it. And I have like even as a running guy, quote unquote, like I just love being there as well. The energy's always like off the chain. We've got such a 
like a good group of people in that fitness club and obviously it's it's like another thing it's like open party if people want to join they can join so yeah i find that whole like fitness thing people think they're a little bit timid at first and they're like oh it's not for me i'm not fit enough to do it and i love just watching people get involved for the first time and then there's this like light bulb moment or they get bit by that like functional fitness slash crossfit bug and then all of a sudden they're like actually this is sick like i'm really enjoying myself i'm progressing and i'm having a good time with my mates and i see it with everybody everybody goes through this like transition when they first start and to bring people together so we started off with that the one in wembley where it was very much like a not an elite competition but we had a lot of people that were very competent and you know had experience in these kind of things already and then we progressed on to like turf games where we brought the the everyday people together that didn't have any experience as well and it was having the best of both worlds where you've got these people that they know what they're doing and they're very good at it and then you've got the people that just absolutely love it and it's the first time and they're kind of taking themselves out of their comfort zone so it's nice to see both sides of things and i think that's one thing about pure sport is that we do offer both we're not about elite and we're not about just everyday people we're just very inclusive and everyone can take part i think that's what's so good about what you've created in the community you've created there as well because you'll have all those people that have been there and done it know what they're talking about and they're the first to go and help someone like yourself that maybe is unsure about an exercise or what weight they should be doing and you're you're there beside them teaching them taking them through it and then like the realization when they can do it like you said that light bulb moment like it's it it takes them and then like everyone that's done one of the competitions has gone back and done another one so yeah it's even like the, the our own team here you know i saw it <laughs> yeah. with chelsea i saw it with georgia yeah. You know, I saw it when everyone was like, oh, I don't know, like CrossFit's not for me or like functional fitness not for me. And then you just see this transition of the like, hey, this actually adds so much value to my life by exercising, not in just a physical sense, but also a mental and a social sense as well. They're throwing it down at arc. Yeah. Most weeks. Yeah. I absolutely just love yeah. watching people really like throw themselves into it and think, actually, this is for me. The coolest thing for me throughout this journey is because I wasn't someone that was like immersed in that world of CrossFit I mean I must admit when I was a rugby player when I first heard about CrossFit I was one of those dudes that was like why are these people trying to win at training like <laughs> but what, what is what is it but in like why are they doing funny like pull-ups that they don't they're kicking their legs and stuff but you know actually being able to immerse myself in it with um, Father CrossFit, James Dollar. I, I actually, I'm a huge fan of functional fitness and CrossFit and working out in a group and, and like learning new movements. I think one of the coolest things is like once you kind of get to a certain age, it's almost like it, it feels quite challenging to like learn new things. And CrossFit's a great example that you can show up, not have a clue how to do a movement. And you can learn it and progress and improve at it. And it reminds you as a human being, like, you're never too old to learn new shit. And then aside from that insight that I feel like that it unlocks in people, just working out alongside people and staying connected and what that does for your kind of sense of, of belonging and connection I think you cannot underestimate what that does for people's, one, motivation to keep exercising, but two, like mental well-being. The friendships that I saw arise from people that had never done 
functional fitness that came along and joined pure sport events and worked out in the competitions and everyday categories for representing pure sport. I saw their friendships flourish, you know, and I saw these people go on and make friends through that, that they then were close with. And I saw on social media, they're working out in their own time every week. And I was like, like that is what it is all about bringing people together and then seeing actual connection and friendships and then just good energy and well-being arising from that. So I think it's another thing that we started out, we were passionate about it. I think the passion that you've shown, James, has had a knock-on effect. Like when you do things for an outcome, like solely for an outcome, that can often be felt and seen and it has a short shelf life. But when you do shit because you genuinely love it yourself and then other people just want to get on board and take part, which is what exactly what has happened here. So I just feel fortunate that we've actually got people that love the values of what we do and live it and other people just want to get on board with it. So because people come to me often, they're like, man, like some people think I'm like a marketing genius or something. They're like, bro, how the fuck are you building that? I'm like, honestly, bro, like it's not me. We've just got people that actually love the shit and then other people want to get involved. So if that's the marketing genius, <laughs> then I'll go take find, it. <laughs> go find people that really love it and really want to connect with the other people on board with what they love, like Will and James do with running in fitness. So yeah, there you go. Genius. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of a kind, G. <laughs> but I think it's like it's like even though it's such a self journey in CrossFit and whatnot, I feel like you very much feel part of a team in everything you do. I know there's team workouts, but even when you're doing it on your own, I f- it's like being part of a club or being part of a rugby team or a football team, whatever. That's what I feel when I'm in that environment anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any other sport out there or thing that aligns so well with pure sport because it doesn't matter whether you're 60 years old or whether you're Matt Fraser or whether you're in a wheelchair or whatever, you all come in you're all on a level playing field. Everyone does the same workout and it's scaled to your particular ability and you go through the same thing together in a session or in a competition. And then, you know, like everyone's experienced the same thing and gone through like a shared suffering. And then, you know... It's amazing how that brings people together, right? Yeah, and shared that's where suffering. the community comes from is it's like everyone's on the same page. Like everyone is the same. There's no egos, anything like that. It's just like you all go through the same thing. And I think for me to be able to bring people together and for them to experience that shout out to turf games and nfg for putting on these competitions and giving us somewhere to go to be able to bring these people together as well and big up to pure sport community just getting stuck in one thing i just wanted to mention how amazing is it when you rock up to something and a whole lot of strangers majority of people don't know each other and it's all a little bit you know there's that initial like slightly mm-hmm. like awkward and you want to make sure people are okay and feeling all right and no one knows each other and then by the end of like the first element of of a run or a workout and those endorphins are kicking in and everyone's on the same wavelength because they're all doing the same shit together and it's like the barriers come down you know and actually like as a youngster and like I used to try find that out in nightclubs, drinking alcohol and, you know, and fit wanting the barriers to come down to be able to like socially connect with people and stuff like that. Whereas you just fucking go for a run with people or work out, you, your, your barriers come down, you connect with people. And I think that's why people love these events. Cause it's like, there's a, just a chance to connect genuinely with people. That's not, you know, I'm not, I'm not bagging like people that 
uh, or anyone going out and having a good time and drinking and going to a nightclub, things like that are fine in moderation. But like you cannot underestimate the genuine connection and authenticity that come through when the endorphins are flowing, your mind is clear, you're on the same wavelength as people. And there's been some good relationships arise through pure sport <laughs> events too. You know, yeah. I'm waiting for our run club proposal. We all know who yeah. that who that yeah. is. So if that proposal doesn't happen at run club, I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> but but um, yeah, we'd uh, all be ushers as well. Well, you'll probably be the best man, but for for real, for curating this, come on. We better not say who's the best man because if we say who it is, then we know everyone will know because well, he's I've only already, got one. I've friend. already said it. <laughs> <laughs> if you yeah. know, you know. Yeah, there he's you go. DJ is our wedding. Okay, you've opened it up a yeah, bit more. Yeah, yeah. yeah, talk about Run Club. Let's move on to probably one of my favorite events of the year as well Golden Mile. How good was that? Honestly, the vibes there, the weather, everything about it. Because I was a bit like, it's a mile. It's only four laps of a track. How are you going to make an event out of this? And to be honest, mate, you absolutely smashed it. I thought the whole thing was just all just good vibes. And the amount of people that turned up, the the people that came down had a few beers as well. It was sick. It was such a good day. And I'm kind of a little bit sad that I had to shoot off early because <laughs> it looked even better vibes after it finished. <laughs> you, were, you were smoldering in slow motion. That's probably your most liked video ever, right? Yeah, for me, that was like the first... Like we'd done, we'd done plenty of run clubs at that point, so we were well versed with that. We'd done a track day, but that was the first like real big event. And as you kind of said earlier, I didn't have a job. For, I don't have any like background in any of this shit, other than what G says. Like I'm passionate about running, and I like bringing people together to do it, which I actually found out during this job. But yeah, the Golden Mile was the first, that first big one where like the the pressure was somewhat on. One of the best things about us as a team is like how we all pull together and help on each other's each other's shit so you've you got a fitness event i'm i'm there to help out you're you're there helping on the golden mile every single team member of pure sport was there that day we had chelsea and georgia checking people in handing out the golden mile t-shirt the vests whatever and yeah it just about came together but wing it will you know it just even the timings went better than we we thought they were going to do but it was just like the vibe of everyone turning up as you said, perfect conditions for just having a good time. We had Twiggy, bless him. He's a run club OG. He was like, yeah, I'll DJ. So I go to his house early that day with a van, pick up the biggest speakers I've ever seen, and they were only like a third of what he owned. <laughs> and I was like, I think the council are going to kick off about this. We had Jubel beers there. And I mean, it was just a collection of people came down. Everyone was on, a, on an upper, upper level of vibe. I mean, some people got a best mile time, but that wasn't really, really what it was about. It was about everyone coming together and just, you know, experiencing people's company. Because again, it was at that time where we hadn't that long been out of lockdown. So it was like a real first big run event or event for many people. So I think it was curated in a way that was, again, everyone's welcome. Anyone can come down. We had people traveling from Birmingham. We had the Gymshark crew there, which was like an amazing thing. Hello, listeners. Very sorry to have to cut this episode short. Unfortunately, our audio equipment failed on us at 35 minutes. We will be back with part two, so stay tuned. Yo, thank you, Pure Sport fan, for tuning in. As a valued listener, we'd like to offer you a 20% discount code site-wide on puresportcbd.com. Use the code PROJECT20 to level up your life. If you like this podcast, like, subscribe, and share with your friends. And remember, no stress, stay blessed, and we'll catch you next time.